0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. It's Tuesday, August 1st, 2023, and this is day 1959 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started started. Father, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you, we glorify you. You are so awesome. You are so amazing. And we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and your favor to go forth and do all that you called us to do. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, are you willing? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to shift? Are you willing to pivot? Are you willing to change your mindset? We're coming out of Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 16. Luke 5, 12 through 16. And it says, While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. Now, it didn't say he had leprosy. He was a leper. He was covered with with leprosy and just a little bit about leprosy. I'm going to read it directly out of my commentary because it just breaks it down very well. Um, It says, leprosy was a feared disease because there was no known cure for it. And some forms of it were highly contagious. Leprosy had a similar emotional impact and terror associated with it as AIDS does today. Sometimes called Hansen's disease, leprosy still exists in a less contagious form that can be treated. The priest monitored the disease, banishing lepers who were in a contagious state to prevent the spread of infection and readmitting lepers whose disease was in remission. So, for example, if you were known to have leprosy, you were banned from the town. You had to live on the outskirts of the town, and uh, you know it was you were with everyone else who had leprosy. And if you had to go through the town, you had to cover yourself and go through the town saying unclean, unclean, so that people would know to move away from you. You were you were isolated, you know, and it, it just sounds like a horrible way uh, to be treated but that's the best way they knew at that time to keep others from getting sick and it said because leprosy destroys the nerve endings lepers often would unknowingly damage their fingers toes and noses so this man with leprosy had an advanced case Uh, so and I'll read more about that in a little bit but yeah so it was It was very serious. So he had leprosy. Uh, A man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. What faith. He knew who Jesus was. 13. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. Now, that, that again is unheard of for someone to even touch someone else with such a, what was considered a dreaded disease because people didn't know how to cure it. So if he, you get it, then you could be doomed. And I mean, it would literally kill you. And here Jesus, he gives a loving touch to this man. And Jesus says, I am willing. Be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Immediately. (laughs) Then Jesus ordered him, Don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. So he had him go through the steps you would normally go through to go to the priest and he would declare you clean. Yet the news about him spread all the more, so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Interesting. Very, very powerful. Point number one. As a teen and young adult, I used to think pastors were in the profession to rip people off. I saw them as pimps in the churches. That's just how I saw it. I mean, it was not, you know, uh, I don't even know why and when that came about. I don't know if I saw something on TV or, you know, just imagine how certain things can shift our mindsets. Right. And so I just saw them as pimps, especially since my father became a pastor after Uh, He and my mom divorced and he chose not to have a relationship with us nor pay child support. So that really shifted my mindset. Um, That was, that mindset I had was pretty solid until, (laughs) until one day in my early 20s, I discovered Jesus at a little church in the hood, pastored by an Italian minister and his Swedish wife. (laughs) My life was changed forever and I haven't looked back since in about 40 years now. Just as Jesus was willing to change this man's life who had leprosy, he also changed my life. He still to this day does the same for us if we're willing to accept him. The man with leprosy? as I said before, had an advanced case, so he undoubtedly had lost much bodily tissue, like uh, the leprosy affected the nerve endings of his fingers, toes, and nose. Uh, so he may have lost the tip of his nose and fingers and his toes. Um, still, he delivered, or he still still he believed that Jesus could heal every trace of the disease. And Jesus did just that. And you know, when When I was saved, I was healed from that mindset. And even from that same mindset I had towards my father, all of that changed. And I was free, actually. It was freeing to me I was able to forgive my father. I was able to see people truly for who they were instead of judging and putting them all under one umbrella like I did with past preachers. Now I am one of those. <laughs> Interesting, right? How God will do that. Yeah, I, I was able to truly now love all people and understand that there's going to be uh some... People in every position that don't serve the Lord, that have uh, ill-gotten intentions. And, And, you know, that's just the way of life. But then there are those who are doing what is right. And so we can't just put everybody, you know, in the same pot. Point number two, God is no respecter of persons. What he did for this man, he will do the same for you what are you willing to shift in order to receive your blessings are you willing to change the way you think to truly see yourself as god sees you and also uh, or as you know as his precious son or daughter whom he loves unconditionally you know and are are we also willing to see others not only ourselves, because first it starts with us, right? <laughs> you know, um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Um, we, we need to also uh, love our neighbors uh, as we love ourselves. So how are we going to love somebody else if we don't first love God and then able to love ourselves? You know, we have to be able to do that or else we can't truly show that unconditional love towards others. Are you willing to put aside stuff that blocks you from spending time with the Lord? As we can see, Jesus took time out to withdraw from the crowds to have quiet time with God. We, too, should do the same. Then we'll be able to be strengthened in our faith. We'll be able to be uh, used by God, you know, in such an awesome way when we yield our will unto his will. that saying, I surrender all to you, Lord. I surrender every single thing that doesn't line up with your will. And, you know, God gave us a choice when it came to our will. That is the one thing that he does not have control over. He chose to give that to us. And it's up to us to do with it either do right by our will with our will or we could choose to do evil. God'll be right there loving us all the way, but we choose whether we're going to spend eternity with him through our obedience or eternity in hell through our disobedience. It is our will that we have. You know, um I remember where I had to shift and be willing to make a change. I have been so used to being an entrepreneur, uh having a business, um making money doing that uh for probably at least 25 years of my life. Uh from as a child even as a 12 years old or so making pies and selling them to my aunts and uh and then later growing up with this same mindset that was a gift God had given me and many of you Uh, have the same gift, entrepreneurship, and you, if not that, you have other gifts. Well, that was one for me. Until uh, I had done my own business and partnered with my sisters, had a bakery for 10 years prior to that, did a staffing for parties for eight years, and prior to that, a couple of other things, and and they were all for-profit businesses. Until one day, (laughs) like two, almost two and a half years ago, God put on my heart to start a nonprofit called Transition Zone, which we call T Zone. I started this nonprofit, went through all the steps uh, to do it legally, not realizing how much of a shift it would make and how I needed to be willing to do some things that I had not ever done before. Uh, first of all, I had to have a board. So, I have to report, (laughs) even though it's my, the, my God, the vision that God gave me, uh, it is not just about me. (laughs) This business is for everybody and it it is to serve the community, which I knew that, but to know, Hey, you got a board now you need to report to, and they're held accountable as well. So had to pick a board and, uh, you know, and making sure they understood the business and that they were willing to do what it took to help run this business. And we have a dynamic board uh, at this time, and I'm grateful for each and every one of them. Then we had the most hardest thing for me uh, was having to ask for money. (laughs) As a nonprofit, you know, most nonprofits count on donations They count on grant funding. You know, it's asking. The key is asking for the money. Now, writing the grant, writing grants, you know, okay, you don't have to be in someone's face to ask. You're writing out a proposal and all that to ask for money. Um, All right, get that. Then you're going to be let down. There are going to be lots. I got lots of no's, lots of doors shut in my face and then you have to have to literally ask people um for money <laughs> like i ask you every day for your prayer support and your finance your your financial support and that was one of the hardest things i had to do because i was so used to making my own money and doing it my way and god said now here's a shift you're going to have to humble yourself and you're going to have to ask because it is for a good cause, and it's something I've given you to do. And so now I have faith in God in another area of my life, and that is learning how to ask for money. But the thing about it is, it's not just about asking for money. It's about sharing this beautiful mission with other people and helping them to see that it is such a worthwhile thing to help our youth, to teach them Uh, to support them, to create a safe space for them. And at our function Sunday with our youth, uh, our once a month uh, Sunday youth service, uh, the youth did an amazing job. But at the end, one of the parents stood up and said that this, and I'm paraphrasing, that this is a blessing that this whole organization Transition Zone and all of us, she spoke of myself and our leaders, she spoke of our pastor, uh, our, you know, our team, the support that we have to make this, this, this machine go. <laughs> it takes a lot, <clears throat> a lot of legs, a lot of help. And she said, we are grateful that we have a place that we can drop our children off and know that they're not going to be abused, that they're going to be safe, that they're going to learn amazing things, they're going to be fed, they're going to get paid, all these things that they get. And she said, I mean that. I saw her yesterday. She said, I meant what I said. She said, this is an amazing organization. And this came, you know, I'm we love it, and we're grateful. (laughs) It literally almost made me cry standing there because I had no idea she was going to say it. And this is a woman that is a retired principal. Uh, For many years, she has uh, degrees in so many areas as a principal, a librarian, and so many other fields that she shared with me. She's an actor. And for her to just get up and say that, it let me know that you know, we're doing the right thing because I was willing to yield and do what God called me to do. And then he sent all these amazing people, all these amazing children, because of you helping us, we've been able, and I typically talk about this on Friday, but I'll share this one tidbit. We've been able to pay you this year close to, if not there yet, $20,000 by paying them $100 a week and then that $25 per Saturday and per Sunday for coming and learning. And, I mean, we're already on track to serve 300 to 400 youth this year. So many mindsets have been shifted. That's the most important part, where they realize what they have in them, their gifts what they can do to go out and be successful according to God's will. And that, my friends, is the ultimate to me when it comes to obeying God and doing his will. To see the fruit of it all, man, there's nothing like it. Now, listen, the key is in order for you to do what God has called you to do is to know him is your lord and savior romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved that now that is the most important thing you could ever do in your lifetime i love you all so so much may the lord bless and protect you may his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen men. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, jackiebikesministries.org, j-a-c-k-i-e-b-like-boy-u-y-c-k-s-ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship peer mediation, human and sex trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. Again, thank you all so, so much for all you do to support us at T-Zone. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.